Alright, welcome to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four Wired Beck Requiem nerds for all of you Wired Beck <laughs> Requiem nerds out there. As always, I'm Joey Foyles. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And actually, Joey, I think I do get that. <laughs> no. God. Nukasaku gives off real big Wired Beck vibes, doesn't he? He has a yeah. big Wired Beck energy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, right. but like Nukisaku doesn't fuck, and Wired Beck clearly fucks. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't buy an outfit like Wired Beck's unless it's for things. Yeah. Well, anyways, <laughs> who are we? What do we do? Uh, this is Joe Star All Stars. Uh, we do a weekly little JoJo's Bizarre Adventure watch along podcast where we watch every single episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and. This week, we're watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusaders, Episode 44, The Miasma of the Void, Cool Ice Part 3. Oh, you fucking <laughs> made it. I'm so fucking oh, proud. Get it. And we're here to make bad jokes and watch JoJo, and we're already done watching <laughs> We're all out of jokes. Get ready for an hour, a solid hour of no jokes. <laughs> So I I do have a question about Nukasaku. Like Dio is very picky with the people that he makes vampires, right? No. Remember the menagerie? <laughs> no. Remember the, the you remember Led Zeppelin? <laughs> Those were remnants. Those weren't vampires. Those are vampires. Mm. Like no, like he this Nukasaku isn't like a mask vampire. He's a revenant. Like Blueford and Tarkus. I don't like Vanilla Ice. Alright, so he's on the same level as Vanilla Ice. <laughs> he's not is on what the same level th- as Vanilla Ice. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> anyway, we're not like I seem to remember. an exquisite work of human art. Come on. <laughs> I seem to remember Dio traipsing across the British countryside burying zombies. So. <laughs> <laughs> How'd the, the zombies get under there? <laughs> Still can't explain, Wait, can you? Couldn't Blueford and Targus stand in the sun? No, it was night. Remember? It's definitely night. Remember, because they had not- that three-way in the sky. Yeah, in um, front of the moon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was magical. Mm. So they just floated there. Mm. Just yeah, we really see it flying pretty early in the show. <laughs> it's all. It all comes together, you know. Whether he's burying zombies or stand users, Dio's if nothing if not consistent. He'll do whatever it takes to be a dramatic bitch. That's true. What, under, whatever it takes. <laughs> so, so, do you think Dio personally went to that island and buried uh, what's his face there, the genie guy? No, cameo. He, he made he made Inyaba do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like but Yama had been dead for so long. How long was he waiting on that island? <laughs> Perfect a planning. Long a long time. <laughs> you would not I wait believe. just a few more weeks, Lord Dio will finally love me. <laughs> Look, all the stand users thrown after the Sardis Crusaders up till now, they were never intended to actually stop them. It was just to to be really dramatic about everything. <laughs> it's for them to level up. <laughs> to make them into- even approach to being a, like a fair fight I like to think that Dia was housing them but then got so fucking sick of the entire menagerie of dinguses alright everyone out go kill someone I don't care and then I was like eh, just go, to, go, go to these idiots I can't imagine having all those stand users in one room <laughs> and being able to stand it for like five seconds <laughs> like could you imagine just uh, the incessant got... flirting of boss to like of mariah and like just God. whole horse hitting on everyone like uh, steely dan being steely dan like <laughs> it's just like oingo and boingo sitting in a corner being weird like strength it, giving oingo really uncomfortable looks <laughs> <laughs> it's that it's that scene in like every like rom-com where they're trying to figure out where the wedding party like where everybody sits at every table because you can't sit this party over by this party oingo and boingo can't be sat by captain dragon because they'll start to litter and he'll kill them 
<laughs> no, Wheel of Fortune, you can't bring the car into the house. <laughs> but it's my stand. Strength gets to bring his dinghy. <laughs> it's because we're meeting look, in the a, boat. Look, you got a doctor's <laughs> note. It is a medical boat. It is a medical it's stand. A medical boat. Uh, I want to take us in a different direction. Imagine... A man starts a restaurant and needs to hire people. So he just hires people who are willing to go in with him on it, like an Anyaba, you know. But then Anyaba's like, well, you know, my son would, you know, make for a good good muscle here. So it's like, okay, fine. And then eventually you just keep hiring people based on the recommendations of the people you already have. And you just go down and down the chain. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, oh. I know a monkey. <laughs> Why would I need a monkey? No, he's a great guy. Don't worry about it. Oh, it's no, okay. he's the best monkey. He's so good. It's okay, it comes with a sword. <laughs> Why does the Why monkey does have, have a sword? sword? <laughs> to, just in case the baby gets out of hand. The baby! Why is there a baby? When did I hire a baby? <laughs> Why? When it was born. When Yaba had him. And it starts well, we with... Had, we had to keep him away from Alessi. <laughs> Why'd you bring a child predator here? Oh... It's like <laughs> it starts with why, fucking. Why does a kid laugh like that? <laughs> <laughs> fucking hanged man, being like, yeah, I know a guy with a gun, and you're like, yeah, okay, he's yeah, got a gun. Okay. All right, that's what I want. More of that. <laughs> uh, Wait, is this a stand gun or a real gun? <laughs> well, well, uh, it's a, well, it's a stand gun, of course. Fuck. <sighs> All right, fine. <laughs> We're hurting for help right now. <laughs> Why didn't the Speedwagon Foundation just blow up this mansion? <laughs> I don't know. They couldn't find this mansion, remember? That was the whole point of why... No, they, the... they found it, and then... Pet the Chop was an them. expert at defusing bombs. Yep. <laughs> found it out. <laughs> it was the right wire to cut. <laughs> so I know this the Falcon. All of he's them. kind of an asshole, but he's he's real good. <laughs> he's in. <laughs> Y'all, we, we haven't even started this episode yet. <laughs> all right, now hold on. Now I want to see this with Inyaba going around recruiting the Ocean's Eleven crew of these sand users. <laughs> you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> all right, for this job, we're going to need someone who can eat through anything and disguise himself. I know just the guy. <laughs> Yellow temperance. <laughs> Oh, Steely Dan's the- era. I never wanted to see that guy a day in my life. It's like, look, y'all don't have to be in the same room. We have different <laughs> roles for you. It'll be okay. We'll give you a lot of money. He said to eat through anything and disguise himself, and I thought you were talking about vanilla ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The greatest heist of the century. This summer. Dio's dozen. <laughs> you got me. I mean, yeah, you got though. No, I got. Yes. I would be there day one in the theater. Dio and, and the crew just suits up. Suits up, dude. Jesus, I'm trying to imagine like Oingo and Boingo in suit. Well, they're all wearing those robes. Like we see. Oh the yeah, the robes from the beginning of the of this path. I'm just imagining the freaking trailer. He's a master of disguise at sunset, but he's got a little thing for his brother. His brother. Yeah, they hang out a lot, but they'll trust me. They'll come in handy. We need them. But you're bringing a blind man along? Well, some say he can see more than even you or I. <laughs> this is just a cursed sword. This is. No, we're gonna need it. Not just they, they have a sword on their team. We've got to get a sword man of ourselves. <laughs> where's the guy yeah, that fun. wields it? Don't worry about that. And you know, Bast. She's a bit of a flirt. Yeah, but she's got quite the magnetic personality. Right. Uh, God. Uh, People just can't help but be attracted to her. Uh, okay, that was better. Darby. The Darby brothers? Those assholes? Look, when <laughs> when death is on the line, there's no one else you'd rather be playing. <laughs> This summer. This summer. Vin Diesel <laughs> and <laughs> Oh Vampire. Vin Diesel. Wait, is is Vin Diesel uh, Dio it, here? In Yava. <laughs> you in- Perfect. You wish you could afford Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Alright, anyway, um what was <laughs> 
<laughs> Y'all, we haven't even started this episode. Oh, yet. no. <laughs> we, we've been recording for 10 minutes. Well, for... We're going to make any progress. We've made literally zero progress. Oh, no. <laughs> so for anyone who's still listening that's a, that's... for some reason. <laughs> okay, okay, Joseph and Jotaro and Kakuin, they, they see the room with all the pillars and all the holes in the wall. I kind of like, like they're after detective work where they just come to the battlefield of an incomprehensible stand battle. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what the fuck's with all these holes? I don't know. Let's just punch our way through. And then Star <laughs> Platinum punches a hole in the hall. I do like that. <laughs> like the... The door that Polnareff had like barricaded, <laughs> barricaded <laughs> earlier, Star Platinum just punches a hole through. You know, yeah, the the one that that there was already a giant hole in. Yeah, well, mm. he's not gonna reach through and mess around <laughs> with a. They're not gonna with climb a, through that. Yeah, it's like a that. waist high <laughs> hole in the wall. I've got a stand through... that can destroy worlds. <laughs> it's a hole through a wall and a couch. You had to crawl through the couch also. <laughs> just destroyed yeah. the world, Tim. Anyway, um. And uh, I I love the uh, the subtle thing here that they the dialogue needles you by having Joseph consistently refer to the other half of the party as Avdol and the others, but also it's appropriate because you wouldn't call that group Polnareff and the others. Like, no. I don't know. I, I would no, call it. Iggy you refer and the to others. the parent yeah. first, okay? <laughs> the adult in the room. Yeah. <laughs> no, like Avdol, clearly the leader of that group. Dear God. <laughs> And that's why they do so well. Uh, oh, man. And then fucking uh, End of the World starts. And oh, my God. I fucking love End of the World. It's very I, good. I Like, come on. Pro tip it's so Always good. watch the opening. It's so fucking mm. good. Um, it's beautiful. <laughs> oh. Uh, we, we come back in on Polnareff being way too cool when he's about to die. <laughs> Cooler than he deserves. So long, Iggy. How about you? Iggy. And then he gets enveloped in light. He's dead. And then he's dead. He's dead. He's a dead boy. Goodbye, Frenchie. We killed the appropriate character this time. Ding dong, the witch is dead. And then... RSVP. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Oh, God. And then the fucking stand, like, eats the earring as it's falling on the ground. Mm -hmm. That's a, it, it, it like just f- like flips out and does like a really weird random path in the air. It looks really cool. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. very cool. You but, hear all the cool uh, like sounds that his stand makes. Like I don't know how to describe them, but they're really weird. Like speaker distorting sounds. Yeah, yeah. That's it's kind of what it is. It's like if you. <sighs> it's a bass. If you're listening fart, to dubstep, it's a bass boosted <laughs> fart. <laughs> but it's like if you crank the volume way up on a speaker that's like not really connected to anything outputting audio. All right, I'm only I'm only here for him just like ending in the center, like appearing out. It's just so beautiful. Is he's such a good villain? Because he knows he's won. Mm-hmm. Kind of very good. <laughs> he steps out of his stand and just starts leaking blood. Not a Joestar amount of blood, and it just kind of drips down and he you know it's good to see him give props to Avdol he's like this wasn't Polnareff's this blood is not from Polnareff or the dog it's from Avdol because if he hadn't done what he did you'd all be dead (coughs) he right though he's right right, though (laughs) and then he looks up because blood is just pouring from the ceiling (laughs) because a Jojo amount of blood is just leaking (laughs) I will note that we look up and Polnareff still has an earring attached, so he must have just had spares of these stupid fucking things. Sure, he <laughs> lost one earring. No, he lost one here. I was talking about the one that he should have lost a few episodes ago, like after the Alessi thing. Yeah, it's in this uh, bag of trash. Like. Yeah, he just has, like, that bag just had extra these <laughs> stupid fucking <laughs> earrings. <laughs> Maybe it's just a bag of earrings. <laughs> well, oh, well, I got a pack of spares, guys. <laughs> what if I lose one? They, then lose I, it. These are awful. What are you wearing? <laughs> I look at your for outfit. All the women that fall in love with <laughs> no, me. No. Don't y'all get it? His earrings are a broken heart because he defeats Vanilla Ice, who is covered in hearts. Mm-hmm. He's a heartbreaker. Oh, it's symbolic. Uh, oh. Mm. oh, man. Okay. I can't wait for your Led Zeppelin interstitial today, Victor. Heartbreaker is a song no. by Led Zeppelin. Isn't Heartbreaker Pet? 
who does yeah there's a there's a yeah. heartbreaker by led zeppelin there's a heartbreaker by pat bennett okay, pat pat heartbreak yeah tom patty and the heartbreakers oh true yeah. yeah anyway that's not what i'm doing this week but we'll get to that later yeah. uh, <laughs> and it uh so but Paul Paul gets on to the be... ceiling he's like being held there by iggy's stand and he like comes flying down as iggy Gives his last dying breath. Oh, Coughs and, up and, the, a JoJo amount of blood. Uh, yes. Then, and then Polnareff gets to be unreasonably cool here. Unreasonably cool. Be, like, we is, we get the sad music, like, choral music of a heroic dog dying. As, mm-hmm. Pol- like, as Polnareff stabs fucking Vanilla Ice through the face. Like, right in the, the forehead. forehead. And then grabs the other end and twists his neck like 180 degrees. And just snaps his spinal cord. It is the most appropriately brutal moment, like, in the show. Absolutely. It's great. This is amazing, and I'm really upset because Narrator-kun does such a good job to accompany this by, like, explaining to you that Iggy's fighting soul didn't have a choice in saving Volnerath. Just, and thank you, Araki, mm. for confirming that all of the dogs we've killed up to this point have had souls. You monster. <laughs> all dogs go to heaven, Victor. This is God established fucking damn fact. It. <laughs> Retreat it to a, a montage of all the good times with Iggy where he farts in Palmer's <laughs> uh, face. We, we get to see original art, Iggy. It's, oh, oh man. <laughs> it's so jarring when you, you just saw regular Iggy. My favorite pit is when he reminisces about parts that he wasn't there for. <laughs> <laughs> like Pet Shop. <laughs> yes, when you killed that bird. Shut up, Polnareff. You weren't there. You don't know. <laughs> but we see Little Ice laying down in the background after having his next step. Do the fucking Undertaker and just sit back up. <laughs> and, like, when he opens his eyes and looks at Polnareff, we get that horror movie eye-opening sound effect. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, the, the kind of cracking, like, Bone yeah. snapping in the distance under flesh. Mm-hmm. That sound. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's good. It's extremely good. And he just goes full feral on him. Yep. And I, like Paul Nerf just like keeps like stabbing like like pin needles through him until eventually he destroys the wall and the sunlight floods into the room as uh he like walks into the sunlight and his arm dissolves. Because Poland Rest called, he's like, you were a vampire this whole time, weren't you? You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. And again, Poland Rest gets to be unreasonably cool here. It's I so hate cool. it. Yeah. As he's just like goading him into the, the sunlight. Do it, you bastard! Do it! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Come on, do it! <laughs> and he like goes for another attack, and this time his leg hits the sunlight first and just like just crackles away and disintegrates. And, and he's like just barely keeping his balance on one foot, and then he, uh, Silver Chariot appears behind him and just like knocks him off balance into the sunlight. It's uh, it's it like in in this moment, this like swelling orchestral music that we had in the background just drops out entirely, and it's just pure silence as Vanilla Ice falls into the sunlight and disintegrates to nothing. It is incredible. Why does Polnareff get to do this? Like, did you not? Did you not know that Polnareff is a secret badass? I don't. For the life of me, no matter how many times I watch JoJo, I can't tell you why. Araki gets David Productions. How they do this? This is magic that I can't figure out because this is so stupid. This is objectively so fucking dumb, and we're making you know we're making fun of this constantly. But also, for them to just do this because the music drops out and he shoulder checks them this is such a good villain and such a good end to it how why it's not fair that Araki can do this <laughs> it's like he's not even try- like he's clearly not even trying it works it works so well on me like the fact that we've like clowned on these characters for so long but they just play this so straight and so well that it just gets us because we we have such attachment to these characters because of how much we're goofing with them. I guess like I don't know. It got it's me. not it's not just the our attachment to the main characters though. It's also just how well they build up Vanilla Ice over the we like 
we're not halfway through this episode. We got one full episode and two half episodes with, with Vanilla Ice, right, to build them up. And they do such a good job. This is a great fitting end to a villain this badass. He's more well fleshed uh. out than some villains we'll see in the future. Yeah. He's more fleshed but, out than most villains in most shows. The like the scene with Polnareff goading him in, like you're, you know, you're the follower of Dio. You, you know, you have to, you know, you were made for this and all this. But right before he pushes him into the sunlight, it's just so. It feels so good. Go to hell. Go to hell. Go Music to hell. drops out. <laughs> But it comes oh, back, man. That's go- that's goosebumps right there. Yep. Mm. God, and, and the, then the orchestra swells back up because we see Avdol and Iggy's souls ascend to heaven. Aww. Like, this is literally what we see happen. I, I <laughs> like, the stand smoke forms into their spirits, and they look down on Polnareff from above, and Avdol and Iggy give him a look like, yes, thank you, Polnareff. And Victor, this is how you 100% know they're dead for real. Absolutely no 100% back. 100% dead for real. Possible way. Their souls they're, have ascended you, to heaven. You, their souls have left their body and ascended to heaven. There is absolutely no way a character could possibly come back come from back that. Come back from that. No, no, of course there isn't. <laughs> it's so, like Stan uh, Smoke. 100% Trump. reliable. 100%. To tell the audience a little bit here, <laughs> we watched the no, last no, 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 six no, no, episodes. No, 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 no. We watched all of this together. Yeah. So if you're wondering why my reaction is like this, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, we've seen the rest of the episodes from here on out. We'll try and give spoiler warnings if we start getting too deep, but... We're in the middle of spoilers right now. Yeah, spoiler warning for the things that happened this episode, I guess. <laughs> that's all right. Don't worry about it. Nothing like we're not spoiling anything that's too bad. Spoilers think. for like a the thirty year old property. Or- eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it only this- got good recently. Right? When David Productions came out yeah, in twenty twelve. Yeah. Wind is the best season, Joey. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> you got it. You all got right. it. Anyway, I know you. Uh, you gave me a uh, footage of the the Capcom game from what ninety seven or whatever. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it is actually. <laughs> All right, so that's the last we see of Vanilla Ice and a stand cream. But Victor, isn't cream not just an ice cream pun, but a musical <laughs> reference? <gasps> it sure is. What? Like, and it, from much further back than Vanilla Ice. I mean, the absolute madman, Iraqi, a pun inside a musical reference. Let's go. (laughs) He had to do it. In the white room with black curtains near the station. Black roof country, no gold payments, tired style. This week on JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, we're headed back to the 60s to jam with some of the best. We're covering the British trio Cream, formed in London in 1966 by drummer Ginger Baker, bassist and vocalist Jack Bruce, and guitarist Eric Clapton. If you remember back in the Asia interstitial, I explained the concept of the Supergroup, a band formed from members of other successful bands, and Cream is widely regarded as the first of them. Baker had been with a band called the Graham Bond Organization, but wanted to break out and do his own thing. And Clapton was feeling the same about his role in the band John Mayall and the Blues Breakers. Clapton was already well known as perhaps the best blues guitarist in the entire UK, thanks to his time with the Yardbirds, and Baker went to see a Blues Breakers show so he could talk to Clapton afterward. Clapton was immediately on board with Baker's invitation to start a band, and he suggested mutual acquaintance Jack Bruce, who had also played with the Grand Bond organization before, be taken on as the band's bassist. This perhaps is the moment the band was simultaneously destined for greatness and doomed to a short life. When Jack Bruce and Ginger Baker were in the Grand Bond organization together, they fucking hated each other. 
They fought on stage. They sabotaged each other's instruments. Eventually, Baker fired Bruce from the band, but Jack simply did not give a shit and kept showing up to rehearsals and gigs until Ginger literally threatened him at knife point. When Clapton suggested Bruce for the new band, Baker nearly crashed the car he was driving. But since he was who Clapton wanted, Bruce and Baker tried to let bygones be bygones and make this new thing work. They called the band Cream, since the three of them were already considered the cream of the crop in the British blues scene, and in 1966 they released their debut album, Fresh Cream. It was a top 10 hit in the UK and charted decently in the US, but only about half of it was original material, and it didn't really contain any bona fide hit songs. But Fresh Cream's modest success set the stage for the group's second album, Disraeli Gears, in 1967. The album blends the band's blues pedigree with some influence from the psychedelia movement that was now in full swing. The Beatles would release Sgt. Pepper's just two weeks after Cream finished recording Disraeli Gears. The U.S. top 10 hit Sunshine of Your Love was a sign of the band's growing popularity, especially among the developing hippie movement, and Cream's live shows began to morph to fit their audience, with some songs being turned into long, improv-heavy, instrumental jam sessions. These jam session concerts would inspire bands like the Grateful Dead and the Allman Brothers Band, who would turn them into a band-defining concept that has spanned generations. Cream's third album, Wheels of Fire, was released in 1968 and hit the top of the charts in the U.S. It was a double LP, which was perhaps necessary to accommodate the band's extended solos. It spawned a top ten single in the form of White Room and fed into the ever-increasing demand for the band's live performances. It would also be the band's death knell, so to speak, because all three members of the group were sick and tired of what they had become. The non-stop touring was exhausting, the sheer volume of their concerts was exhausting, the frequent fights between Baker and Bruce that Clapton had to mediate were exhausting. None of it was worth it anymore. But it couldn't just be over here, as the label convinced Cream to do one last album and one last tour. The album, aptly named Goodbye, was just three new studio songs and three live recordings. By the end of the tour, with their final performances at London's Albert Hall, all three members were clearly phoning it in. Cream was dead. All three members of the band would go on to long and varied careers over the next four decades, and Cream actually got back together for their induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1993. Clapton said it was the first time they had played together in 25 years. They also sold out seven reunion shows in 2005, but the three of them never played together again after that. Jack Bruce died in 2014, and we lost Ginger Baker just last year in October. So, we'll remember them, as they were. Rock gods when rock was young, trailblazers for prog rockers and jam bands alike. Cream, everyone. Victor, Dio, you know, wine and women's all he craves. A big bad JoJo's going to carry him to his grave. Board, okay. board under right. a bad sign. Okay. All right. I guess that was okay. I fulfilled I was expecting uh, <laughs> I was expecting uh, something about Vanilla Ice going into the sunshine of Polnareff's love or something, but... What? It's not about Vanilla Ice, it's cream. He don't like, he don't like, he don't like... <laughs> Sunshine. <laughs> that's that's not even cream. <laughs> I know like three cream yeah, songs, but he, and not he all did of what them he bad. liked. If it wasn't for real bad luck, Polnareff wouldn't have no luck at all. Look, y'all, Suzy Q has a turtle. Suzy oh, yeah. Q does have a turtle. <laughs> what is uh, the so turtle's name? The, a I'm really sure a unnecessary reference. extended scene with Suzy Q. Here. Rich, <laughs> rich people are a menace. Okay. I, okay. Rich people are menaces. Also, Suzy Q's a menace. <laughs> like rich Suzy Q Suzy is like Q. ten times Suzy Q. No one can withstand that power. <laughs> Suzy Q 
and John and Joseph Joestar fucking deserve each other. Yes, yeah. they do. <laughs> She's a nightmare. Here, hold my yeah. turtle guy from Speedwagon Foundation while I get out and just videotape vagrants on the street. <laughs> and don't forget Here's the- a soba shop. Here's a- hey, here's a sign that says no pissing on the street, and there's piss next to it. <laughs> here's a panty vending machine. <laughs> How quaint. <laughs> hey, Mr. <laughs> Delinquent Thug over there, say cheese. Say cheese. <laughs> this guy just flips out over this 80-year-old woman with a camera. Um, oh, man. So Yeah, in case you didn't know, uh, um, Suzy Q is now in Japan. They go see her daughter. But instead of and visiting her daughter, she's fucking around. Because Rose and is, this is hasn't told her yet. He, can't, yeah. he couldn't bring in. He couldn't bring himself to do it. He just, this is the great moral quandary of our time. Can I tell her? Do I tell her? Does she need to know? Yes. The answer is always yes. Why is this <laughs> ever a, like? Yes. Look, y'all, I get it. <laughs> but this is so fucking cowardly. They deserve to know. The only reason you're not telling them is because you're afraid, not them. It's how like how last minute can you be right here? Can this like like yeah? This is something I see in media all the time, and I feel like it's teaching people the wrong. Li- like it is always correct to tell them. It is sure. never correct to hide it from them. You're not sparing anyone. You're not treating them as a person. I, I don't know. Like I just see this trip so often, and I'm just like, this is so ubiquitous in media, and it's just so very clearly the wrong thing to ever do. Yo, Tim, that's hot. Yeah, you, do we want to talk about, like, it ta- It talks about Holly not being able to control her stand because uh-huh. she's weak and doesn't have the warrior spirit. Yeah. But it does it by, like, tying her up in vines. A really complete, hot Completely naked bondage. and, like, really zoomed we in on the some, feet. Like, some, extremely <laughs> sexual. We get some cockyween vision here. <laughs> is that what's on the inside of the glasses yeah. is that why you won't take them off guitar i know my heart is for you but my dick is for holly <laughs> but really jotaro's mom has got it going on She's no but like for real way. though she does like like this image is real good oh yeah it's great hot Sure. Uh, but also, this scene with Rosas and Suzy Q is full eight minutes long. It is a third of the fucking episode. <laughs> it's so long. <laughs> it's just her fucking about. So, <laughs> I brought this up when we watched this, y'all. They, Rosas definitely knows Haman, right? He's gotta. He's gotta, right? They, they totally taught Rosas Haman. I would hope Because so. they needed their butler to live as long as they were going to. <laughs> <laughs> Your servitude must be eternal. <laughs> <laughs> Rosas has been protecting this fan. Like he's like Alfred to Batman. Like he's there in case a, a, a errant vampire comes to eat Holly when she's like eight. Yeah, he like beats the shit out of the street tough like it's nothing. Oh yeah, I think he's he, just one kick to the chest. I, I've he's more like a babysitter to those idiots. Like the yeah, power yeah, couple. Babysitter is correct. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just cleaning up Joseph and Susie Q's mess. I mean, yeah. I mean, and they're fucking messes, aren't they? They, they are. They, hot they, messes. they need taking care of. Yes. <laughs> mm. It's like, okay, what's Mister Joe Star screaming about this time? Why did you buy a turtle? I got check. <laughs> Who let you? Do you do even this? know how to take care of a turtle? Oh, he just looked so sweet. <laughs> it's like now I have to learn how to take care of a turtle. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Rosas. Oh, God, I'm just ima- He's definitely cleaning up after Joseph's. Any indiscretions or, like, bad things Joseph does, he's cleaning up. He's probably the one of... He's probably got a lot of experience arranging for foreign countries to drop charges against Joseph Joestar. He's <laughs> <laughs> got the Speedwagon Foundation on speed dial. <laughs> the Speed Dial Foundation. <laughs> God... There's just nothing to the scene. Sorry. We get to the end, and she's like, I know there's something wrong with my daughter. I've just been afraid. And then they, they go to see. There's one thing we can do for her, though, and that's believe in Jotaro and Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get why this scene is here, but it's just so long. Yeah. It is long. so it's long. Ju- like I, It's I, made... It's made a little better by the turtle. (laughs) You're right. Because every time I see that turtle, I'm like, why is there a fucking turtle here? (laughs) And I I, I just lose my shit. I love that this, like, 
giant, like, clearly Jack Speedwagon guy, like, doesn't do the thing that Roses does to that street tough, like, because he's too busy holding the fucking turtle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Roses, believe me, that... That string tough would have eaten that turtle if he had beaten up roses. (laughs) (laughs) And Susie Q would have been so upset about her turtle. She would have filmed it. What are you talking about? I mean, yeah. (laughs) So, after this scene, we cut back to people we care about. Anybody but Polnareff? Anybody but Polnareff. The other three. And we find Wired Beck (laughs) 2.0. Yukasaku. I love that he doesn't get a real name. He just makes dumb noises and is here to just dramatic character death into throwaway bizarre vampire villain. I mean, he also he also looks like a like a Saiyan henchman chump. He does. Oh yeah, Yeah. he he looks like uh, uh, not a Cyberman. The other thing, like like, he he does look like a Frieza Mook though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you remember when they make that joke about Vegeta having, like, a little brother that sucks? Nukasaku is that brother. (laughs) (laughs) But he has the most devastating power that we've yet seen. Oh, you can't reveal it. (laughs) I just love better than any stand. This character, like, more than even Cool Ice... I feel like this character is from Phantom Blood. Yeah, yeah. He he is from the streets of London, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. He was he was one of one the of first those. people yeah. turned by Dio. One of the speedwagons chumps. Do you think yeah. he's one that? And Dio, Dio turned him as a joke, and he just kind of like was re- dependable enough to keep him around this long. No, no. See, do you think Dio turned him? And buried him and forgot about him. <laughs> <laughs> and then a hundred years later, he comes out of the ocean and he's like, like he God, I need to rebuild. Up the mansion. Like, Lord Dio, I knew you'd come back. And Dio's like, <laughs> I waited so long for you. After, Nuka, after 80 Nuka years, Saku, and you didn't right? come waking me up. I finally went going looking for you. And Dio's like, fuck. <laughs> Well, I guess you are my oldest and most faithful servant. <laughs> Is Wang Chung still alive? No. Damn it. God damn it. Guess he was you. actually good. God, I love this shot of Nukisaku like recounting how he was bullied by the stand users. You know, and Chad just like this, stand users. The yeah, Chad stand users. The virgin vampires. Including, including <laughs> Kenny G. I know. Kenny G. Including Kenny G. <laughs> Well, Kenny G's look superpower was cool. Look but at the look vampire. At doesn't look even at have a stand. Fucker. Just has immortality and super strength. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Hey, I, I want to fight them too. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> Nukasaki. <laughs> Get in our way and we'll kill you. I do love that, like, there's wind behind him, and, like, Darby's coattails are going up, and <laughs> Vanilla Ice's ass flap is going. <laughs> His ass flap. We blood. even get to hear Kenny G's voice. <laughs> does it smell like, does it sound like smooth jazz? Probably. That's the wrong artist. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Nobody knows. <laughs> That's from Battle Tendency. I'm just imagining Kenny G opening his mouth to speak, but instead of words, it's alto saxophone. It's just, it's just alto secret. He's always... He's Soprano always. sax, Joey. <laughs> doesn't matter. It's... It's all sex to me. The mm. other one. I've already forgotten her freaking joke from Battle Tendency. Anyway. <laughs> Messina. It's Messina sex. It's Messina. Thank you. <laughs> it's it's Sendo. <laughs> so the three crusaders that are on Team A run up the stairs, but Kakyoin's to senses are detecting something. Hold on. His his elven eyes. <laughs> oh no, a woman comes out and she's crying and she doesn't want to be in Dio's castle anymore. Please save me. Don't Please drink my me. blood. It, it, uh, like, I, I immediately knew. Everybody this, knew. Like, you immediately knew this was, this was a trap because every woman throws himself at Dio. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. They want their blood sucked. Most of the men too. Most of the men mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So uh we they we go through the charade for a little bit before we just have Star Platinum punch this woman in the oh. face. Just out of uh, nowhere. What, what, are, you, are you not going to tell me like the best line? <laughs> we get the best two fucking lines here. <laughs> Don't worry. We're friends here. We're not yeah. vampires. We're good guys. Girl. We're friends. <laughs> of justice. Justice. Friends <laughs> of justice. <laughs> Jodoro caves her face in. <laughs> Jodoro always... like. They're frequently not good one-liners, but he goes for it, <laughs> and I appreciate it. After all, listen here to talk shit on his on his comeback. Joseph gets the assist though, and he's like, "That's right, we'll help you, help you straight <laughs> to hell." Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but how did you know that wasn't really a woman? My invincible plan. <laughs> this is Nukasaku, in case y'all aren't. The face up. was on the wrong side <laughs> of the head. So the 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 thing that gave him away was the fact that he didn't turn his hands over so the thumbs are on the wrong side the whole time. And if you pay attention, they actually are. It's just hard to tell because yeah. he's holding them clutched to his chest. <laughs> but, like, they do a good job of, like, actually drawing it in whenever there's enough detail to show it. Did... <laughs> As Kakuin says, is your power having the face of a woman on the back of your head? That's your power? <laughs> is this a stand power? No. No. All right. No, it's vampire glamour. Okay. No, I think it's actually just a woman's face. Like it, it, it's the same thing how Dio was like grafting. I don't know, cats uh, to dogs yeah. and like yeah, okay. I don't know tires to Led Zeppelin. Like whatever the hell was going on with them. So, so this Trump <laughs> isn't a stand user. No, he's a vampire. No, he's just a vampire. Just straight the, up vampire. Or, the other stand uh, users cool, say that revenant, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no wonder they dunked on him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, Nukasaku decides that his best course of action is to try and suck Jotaro's blood, to which he responds with a fist. <laughs> Punches him through, like, four pillars. <laughs> oh, my God. So good. <laughs> he just careens off the last one. <laughs> He's like, oh, you say you're immortal, huh? Let me see how immortal you really are. <laughs> 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 you know, for future ref. <laughs> Vampires I ain't shit anymore. We got stands now. <laughs> <laughs> Vampires are old shit. Oh, and this this whole <laughs> time, like, Jodoro's calling him Nukasaku. Which is like a Japanese slang for like dumbass, you know, you know shitbag. Like, and so at the end, the vla- what we go out of the episode on is like, please spare me, but just tell me one thing. How'd you know they call me Nukasaku? <laughs> and Jonas is like, bitch, please. It's such a funny, <laughs> such a fucking Nukasaku thing to say. <laughs> oh hey, and the manga is Tim showing. He actually looks pretty pretty as, with his girl face, unlike in the anime where th- there's something yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, that... the wrong side. <laughs> I do like him beating the shit out of him because it's punching him in places like it. It has his face, and then like he's punching places where there shouldn't be skin. <laughs> but he's punching yeah. him a lot. <laughs> so it's. A- <laughs> Well, when you liquefy the bones underneath the skin, like, it can be anywhere, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like he turned him into a him into bag. mashed potatoes. Liquefy yeah. the bones. <laughs> <laughs> How hard do you have to punch somebody for that to work? Mm. I don't know. I'm Star sure Platinum somebody's done the science. Pretty hard. <laughs> About as hard as Star Platinum punches. Apparently. Yep. <laughs> and that's that's it. That's it. That's it. That's the whole episode. episode. That's it. We have like the amazing fucking send off for Vanilla Ice, Abdul, and Iggy. And then we have two thirds of an episode that is just like <laughs> <It's> nonsense. <laughs> Filler. <laughs> so, Victor, how'd you like it as the person who hasn't seen JoJo before? Uh, so, this episode is dumb. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it starts out really strong and then just goes off the rails very quickly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but. Uh, I did like the good parts. I mean, yeah. I hated that it was Polnareff getting the good parts, but I did like the good parts. Hey, but, but wait, guys. 
You forgot that there's something after the credits. <gasps> oh, right. Oh. We don't get a to be continued yet, do we? We get we get Polnareff. He's bandaging himself up. He he wraps his leg that had a giant chunk taken out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's okay now. It's okay he wraps now. Wraps up his foot. It's a little bloody, but it's not gushing a JoJo amount of blood. And then he looks up the stairs. Lights are blaring in the background. You see a bunch of text behind the figure of Dio as he stands atop the stairs. Fully decked out as God. smoke billows out from behind him. And then you get your to be continued. Yeah. As we get our first shot of Dio's face this season. Your like, first final shot yeah. of Dio's Finally. face. The fucking it has been 40, how many episodes? 44 episodes? <laughs> it's been so long. I was so ready for this. Yeah. But he finally got dressed and got out of bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag depression. Goddamn depression do be like that sometimes. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Maybe he's not just a dramatic bitch. Maybe Dio's just clinically depressed. <laughs> just one more one more person's blood and maybe I can fix what's wrong with me Aww, <laughs> poor Dio that is a big mood big <laughs> so did you like God, the episode so did you like the episode because we're we're here this is it Victor we're, we've got we're it's all Dio all the way out from here. Yeah, <laughs> after this, world, we enter dude. Dio's world. Yeah, we've got yeah. four more episodes, and it's and it's a wild oh, ride, fucking ride, so fucking buckle good. the fuck up. Mm. I I think I liked the first third enough to balance out the <laughs> the middle. It's yeah. the last third. That's all you can really ask for, really. <laughs> it averaged out to a good show episode. Yeah, yeah. Like that's how good that first third was. Yeah, it, it gets really intense. You tell me you didn't like all those scenes with that turtle. I mean, I didn't say I didn't like them, but they're not good. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe, maybe it's just that that turtle just really did it for me. It's just like, look at that good boy. I don't uh, know. God, I'm just looking at the manga panels that Tim posted of Dio appearing and just the all the do 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 dos in the background. Mm. Dio standing at the Dio's top of the stairs. fucking hot in this panel. God, fucking hearts. I love his outfit, the yellow, yellow jumpsuit and... with the green hearts and the black painted on undershirt. <laughs> and the, and the Hair collar looking on point. from his boyfriend, Vanilla Ice. Mm-hmm. The genie shoes. Uh, the <laughs> collar. The genie shoes. Like he just straight up has a collar on. Yeah, the, the hair looking on point, the the heart headband, mm-hmm. the second, earrings, just yeah. like completing it. And then there's this homeless French boy that it's at the <laughs> bottom of the stairs. <laughs> you know, for being French, Polnareff has no style. <laughs> His entire head's tubular. <laughs> just extruded. <laughs> That's a sentence. Just. <laughs> Uh, Those are words that you can put together. Fucking Plato fun set homunculus in the background. <laughs> Get the hell out of our shot. Pull the rep. We're looking at Dio. <laughs> <laughs> Polar really does look like you gave a kid a bunch of model magic and they made a person. They made their effects only of a wrestler. <laughs> the perfect himbo, my creation. It's complete. <laughs> I'll call him Polnareff. It's He's my, my creation. Boy. Is it real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where can we find him? Uh, <laughs> well, you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalunas. That's Los underscore Grantalunas. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zam, where I'll be posting this golden god of a Dio. Can you please, can you like please post all of these things? I've been waiting for them to just show up. All right. Got you. Just pull them out of your all homework right. fo- folder and, and just fap away. <laughs> Keep it separated from your freaking Inyaba folder, Joey. <laughs> Don't need it. Inyaba is in the 2018 tax returns folder. Come on. <laughs> Why? <laughs> anyway, you can find me on Twitter at TF Waffle Man. Uh, well, I am not horny on Maine. Uh, we find the podcast account at Joe Star All Stars where we are horny on Maine. And follow the podcast wherever you get your podcast episodes Spotify, 
iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Are we on Pandora yet? Who knows? Uh, JoeStarAllStars.Fireside.FM. You should be very suspicious of any JoJo account that is not horny on main. And if you want to tell us that, send it electronically (laughs) to JoeStarAllStars at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, tell a friend, spread the word. We really enjoy doing this, and we hope everyone enjoys listening for some reason. How long did we talk? What was the... Like, we spent so long on just... (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> been a solid 10 minutes talking about absolutely nothing. Dios does it. Coming <laughs> to the new progress. <laughs> uh, well, maybe this is a show for someone. <laughs> we hope. Other than us. Man, so I'm like, I think for the next few episodes, we're going to start putting at least a little bit of spoiler warnings because. Uh, you know, people like to come in at the start of episodes, so we'll let you know if there's something you should just skip and. Come back later once you've watched the show. <laughs> really, you should just finish off the season? Yeah. Probably. You know, that would be my recommendation. But people will start an episode at the the most recent, so I don't want those three people who don't their show day up. Yeah, we'll, we'll put some spoiler warnings <laughs> yeah. at the, mm, the front of the next few episodes. Spoiler! Our podcast isn't very good. Aww. <laughs> it's great! It's great! We're wildly inconsistent about spoilers. <laughs> That's true. I mean, if you're if you're this far into the podcast, like I get it, you want to watch something that's brand new that we just made, but it's like hot off you're the starting, presses. You're starting at like the finale of Stardust Crusaders, so eh. you start at the high Maybe. point, so it's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> so you can temper expectations. How does it feel to know that we've peaked, y'all? I, we peak next season. Oh, I've yeah, I I came to terms with that a long time ago. <laughs> we are never getting any better. It is a downhill slide into oblivion. It's like one of those Escher stairs, Beautiful. and we're going the wrong way on it. Always down. <laughs> Just when we think we've reached the bottom, another flight appears. Hey, a so so long as the downward tumble is like a train wreck and is still fun to watch, I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for <laughs> putting up with our nonsense for another week. We love each and every one of you. Thank you for watching. This is Joe Star All-Star signing out for all of you Wired Back Requiem nerds out there. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, JoJo. Hello, Dio, how you doing? Dio, it feels like we haven't seen your face in years.